Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Hey, welcome to the normal-sized Pillow Talk, not the extra-large <laughs> size that you got last week. Yeah, I feel like last week was a super-sized episode. Yeah. It was when you go to McDonald's and you get the extra fries and the extra drink, and then you feel bad about yourself the rest of the day. Did we call it... Did we have a name for it? You know, I don't... Well, by the time people are hearing this episode, we'll have had a name for okay, it. Okay, let's call it Super Fudge. Super Fudge. Yeah. Done. Hope you enjoyed Super Fudge, yes. the super long version of the Pillow Talk podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. So today is... Uh, normal day. size. Yeah, it's a normal size mm-hmm. day. Normal size day. Thank you for tuning in once again. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot. Um, we are, again, free-flowing today. <laughs> uh, much oh, like free-flowing. The, much like the rivers of the great Mississippi. Uh, flowing freely free down flowing. the Mississippi Delta in yeah. Louisiana. Yes. I get it. Uh, yes. Uh, You've been to the Mississippi River? Uh, no. It is gross. My, I've only been to the Rio Grande. Let me tell you something. The Mississippi River, gross. Really? Yeah, I used to live in St. Louis. It is brown. Is there a lot of pee-pee in it? Uh, well, there's a lot of At least two. just grossness in it. <laughs> the pee-pee. <laughs> S-S-I-P-P-I. Yeah. yeah, I get it. There's uh, Yeah, it, it's a nasty, nasty river. Um you know, there's a story about you know Mark Twain or Mark Twain story about Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer going down the Mississippi River. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't pay me enough to go down the Mississippi River on a raft because that thing is gross. Ooh. Maybe the Mississippi River, like up in Minnesota, when it starts, would be okay. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, once you hit St. Louis, yeesh, thing is nasty. Gross. With a bunch of A's, nasty. <laughs> awesome. No, uh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to uh, start off. Should we? Uh, okay, go ahead. But uh, I'd like to start off the pillow talk by uh, we never have discussed my um, uh, my crippling fear of the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Whoa! Wait a minute. You have a crippling. Okay, let's direct. Oh, you don't a- know? No, no, no. Okay, I so you knew this. No. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna encourage everyone before they listen to Nick's story about the his crippling fear of the movie. Uh, the, the the ride, not the, the movies. Not the ride, not the movie. No. Okay, so the ride, Pirates of the Caribbean. We have a critter apparently in the room where we're recording the Pillow Talk podcast. For the love of God, I've never been more scared <laughs> you than both. I am right now because you will hear a woman's like a Flanders like shriek if you will. <laughs> If a, well, if a mouse comes falling through while we're recording the pillow talk, more to more to come on that. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, you can go check out our website at localflavorproductions.net. Yes. And uh, our Facebook page, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/pillowpodcast. It's like right there, Bill. <laughs> That's. True. I'm gonna go ahead and move over here. We're both gonna slightly move. As the situation continues to develop, I will jump on the desk <laughs> and scream like a woman. <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
the hell God. is going on in here? I don't know, but it's getting closer. <laughs> you know what? For this portion of the pillow talk, I'm just going to go ahead and hold the mic so that I can um, just drop it and run if anything happens. Uh, but I have a crippling fear of not only uh, whatever is in the ceiling... Dear God, what is going on? What is that? I don't know. Keep moving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so not only hold whatever's on, hold on, hold on a second, yeah. Nick. I need just a minute here to uh, <laughs> kind of recompose myself. I uh, I currently have water in my eyes. Yes. Uh, my child would say that my eyes are leaking. Yes. Ah. Uh, so I not only have a crippling fear of vermin. Um, <laughs> Obviously. But I also... I think, I think the fact that we've both moved as far away as we possibly can from where we were sitting just a moment ago tells us that we both are very uncomfortable with whatever is happening in the ceiling right now. Yes, definitely. Um, and I really hope that it goes away. Um, <laughs> I, I could not agree with that point any anymore. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, I have a crippling fear of the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, Let's hear it. Uh, so I don't know why or where this started. I'm a grown adult, and this is you I, are a I've, grown ass I've, man. I've, I've been to Disney World many a time. I, uh, my family it was actually our destination uh, for where we would go uh, every year. So we'd go once a year. Somewhere along the lines, I became very afraid of this ride, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, and uh, which I believe in Disney World is pronounced Pirates of the Caribbean. But they're saying it wrong. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Um, so it's it starts when you get on the boat. Um, oh, I think I know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. It starts when you get on the boat, and you go, and you're basically in darkness, mm -hmm. and you see that waterfall. I believe now of um, uh, who, Barbosa. Yeah, yeah. Bar no, it's not Barbosa. No. It's uh, uh, Davy Jones. Yeah, it must be Davy Jones. Yeah, not Davy Jones from the monkeys. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was in the monkeys, right? Davy Jones, yeah. Okay, so you're in pitch black uh, in this boat, and there's just something really creepy about it, like being on in pitch black in water, even though you're on a track. Mm -hmm. I understand you're on a track, uh, but you know you're still floating in the water, pitch black, and then you see this thing, and it's you know him, and he's like, so, you know, he says something, and then all of a sudden there's a drop. Yep. And I'm getting really nervous right now just talking about <laughs> it. Um, so same drop. It makes you feel any better? It's the same drop that scares my four-year-old. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You're not alone. It's not even that big of a drop. <clears throat> you are not alone. <laughs> but I will tell Jackson you that song. recently I've been back to this ride. When was it? It was a couple years ago. So mm -hmm. I mean, I'm. It was. I was like probably still my a grown-ass man. My mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And. I close my eyes during this. Did you really? I, no, no. I don't just close my eyes at the drop. I close my eyes through this whole part until we get to a lit area with pirates in it. <laughs> because my fear is that I'm going to go off this drop and I'm going to just keep falling. Uh, you know, that's not going to happen, right? Well, no. Rationally, in my mind, I know it's not <laughs> going to. But tell that to the rest of my body. I think that I'm just going to keep falling. It's not even that big of a drop. It's a small splash. Oh, it's a little splash. But yeah. in my head... As I'm imagining it right now, and I'm getting nervous, um, it's a uh, drop completely down to the pits of hell. And, uh, <laughs> you know, 
and uh, yeah, it gets me every stinking time. I would think it's the ghost in the ride that would scare you. Then maybe you know about the ghost. Oh yeah, uh, I, I don't remember his name. His name is George. That. Yes, uh, which I remember because I have a personal connection to a George. Yes, um, and yes, the there's a ghost of a man who, if they don't greet him in the morning and say goodnight to him at night, the ride just does not function right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's my issue. Is maybe, the ghost. Maybe my issue is the ghost. No, I think your issue is your crippling fear of the dark. That could be and as well. Whatever vermin whatever the heck is up there. Living in the ceiling of this room. That's not cool. Like at all. Because it like jumped over something. Yeah, that was that was something. Hmm. And now it's quiet. Which yeah. means it's plotting. Yeah. Or or it's moved on somewhere. Let's hope that's the case. We should probably case. tell our pest control people about that. About the weird clawing we heard up there? Hey, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I heard some clawing. <laughs> it might have been about the size of a raccoon. It sounded like the size of a small child. <laughs> Trying to get out of the wall. <gasps> it's like the Twilight Zone where the guy's in the wall. It is. Or the Simpsons episode where he was in the fourth dimension. Well, the third dimension, I guess. Yeah, the 3D one. The 3D Homer? Yeah. When he showed up in the the dumpster? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah. yeah <laughs> at, at Pillow Podcast. Pillow Podcast. Um, I listened to a new podcast this week. Oh, yeah? What'd you listen to? Uh, it's called... Um, it, seemed, it was pretty cool, but I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, it's called The Mystery Show. The Mystery Show? What yeah, is that about? It's about a girl who takes uh, mysteries and tries to solve them. Um the synopsis uh, reads um, as follows. Uh, of course, there's not a synopsis on there. Oh, come on, Nick. Be prepared. A podcast about mysteries hosted by Starly Klein. Nice and vague. Yeah. Uh, but the first episode was her friend had a story that she'd always told her about a uh, renting a video one rainy day. Um, and it was the movie Muscle of Dogs, which is a terrible, terrible movie. Sure. Um and uh, she she went to return the movie the next day because it was so bad, um, and the video store was no longer there. It was like it never existed, and uh, and so she tracks down you know this video store place, figures out what's happened, things like that. Um, but she doesn't just do things from her friends or anything like that. She mm-hmm. try, does other mysteries and stuff too. Huh. It looks like. But I just listened to the first episode. It seemed pretty cool. Nice. Um, but you should probably listen to Polk Talk podcast. <laughs> Did you um also uh Nick Rodriguez for president twenty twenty. That's a thing? That well no, that's what you do when you have a long rambling speech like Kanye West. <laughs> ah yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Yes, kind uh, of, yeah. Don't listen if hopefully Kanye is not listening to this podcast. If he is, we don't want you to listen anymore. Yes. Because we don't particularly care for you. I mean, no offense. I'm sure he's a nice guy like at home and stuff, but Do you think oh, so? No, Me I don't. Either. I don't. Uh, speaking of podcasts, Nick, a while back, I believe it was episode one or two, we talked about uh, how my wife and I were watching the Gilmore Girls. Yes. And Well, my wife's watching the Gilmore Girls, and I am just a passive observer. Yes. Observe, observer. Yes. Uh, we also joked that we were going to have a Rory's recap with Bill. Yep. Um, and I'd be happy to provide said recap if oh, you wanted. Awesome. Yes, please do. Uh, but before I do, were you aware that there is currently a podcast called The Gilmore Guys? I actually just saw that. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I just saw that on like the top podcast. I think yeah. it's top comedy podcast what? or something. Their top comedy podcast? I think so. Oh, see, I didn't realize that they were that well known. Uh, I, I was a little were. depressed, though, that my brilliant idea of providing a Rory recap 
was already stolen by somebody. You could still do it. Well, I guess we would potentially be stealing it. No, not necessarily. I think that we said it before they did anything. Well, yeah. No, they've had this podcast for a while. Oh. But in any case, uh, the Rory recap. Yeah, where are you at? Uh, we the, are in uh, uh, season... Catch me up with the girls from Gilmore. <laughs> so we're at the end of season three, I think. Uh, Rory has been trying to get into Harvard uh-huh. for like the last two years, mm-hmm. and she's admitted to Harvard, uh, as well as Yale and some other colleges. Okay. Uh and honestly, I think her her brain is saying I should be going to Harvard, but her heart is picking Yale. <laughs> so she's going to go to Yale. I wish you could see his facial expressions. <laughs> it's like he's talking about one of his own children. One of my friends. Uh, oh, Rory. And uh, let's see here. Uh, did you ever watch the show Revolution? No. On NBC? Is it about planets? No, it was oh. about the power going out. Oh. No. no, it was on for two seasons. Well, the lead character in that show, uh, he's dating Rory's mom right now, sort of dating Rory's mom, but her old fling's back in town, and she's still going with a diner guy. and Big love triangle with Lorelai. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lorelai. Yep, Lorelai's Rory's mom. Mm. Mm-hmm. Rory's name's also Lorelai, but they call her Rory. Her name's Rorelai? Like if Lorelai. L-O-R-E-L-A-I. Lorelai. They call her Rory? Rory. R-O-R-Y. Because her mom's name is also Lorelai, and it would be confusing. I think it's more confusing where they got Rory from Lorelai. I couldn't tell you. It was before the show started. Okay. Um, oh, and then how she was dating the tall guy, Dean. Yep, yep, yep. The love uh, triangle. The love triangle with Dean and the Fonz. Yep. Um, hey. uh, not Mitch. His name is... Somebody yell it at me. Uh, Anybody. Farkle. And, no, it's not Farkle. Oh. Come on. Somebody uh, Somebody tell me what this guy's name is. Uh, Steve? Nope. Uh, Arthur. It's, um, Arthur. No, it's... Um, Rusty? I don't remember. It doesn't really matter, I guess. But she's dating the other guy now. The Fonz. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, does he live? In he he works at Walmart. Him? He was just named Employee of the Month. Dear God. Yep. Yep. And this is a show that we're watching at my house. Was it? Were they all really excited that he was named Employee? His of the uncle, month? his uncle Luke, who runs the town diner, who he lives with. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke was really excited. He was named Employee of the Month. He, and the manager was also obviously excited. he doesn't like him enough to hire him at the diner that he runs. No, he works at the diner too. Oh. See, that's where the he, well, and he doesn't like. And he honestly, doesn't like him enough to name him employee of the month of the, his own. Well, diner. it's only okay. So it's just him and Caesar and the kid. So Caesar, the guy that does the dog training. You well, know, Caesar's usually off camera. They just yell at Caesar like, "Hey, Caesar, watch the store." But I don't know that there's anybody really there. Oh. Um, so that's actually a really interesting point, Nick. So right now, Jess—that's the kid's name. Thank you for yelling at me, guys. Good job. Uh, Jess is working at the diner. Yes. He's also working forty hours a week plus at Walmart as a forklift driver. And he's supposed to be going to school. And um, Luke, who's kind of like his guardian and stuff, sure, not sure how he's finding the time to go to school. So he's... Rory actually said, hey, look, Jess, are you going to school? And Jess said, I'm going enough. So ah, it's still a very fluid situation. Not exactly sure where it's going to go. So you're telling me that Jess is not so much uh, the Fonz as he is Chachi and Luke is the Fonz. Luke is not the Fonz. Because Luke is... The guardian of yeah, uh, yeah. I I get where you're and, going. And Rory is Joni. Sorry, I have something stuck in my teeth. And Joni loves Chachi. Joni does love Chachi, uh, but no, you, you're you're off a generation. Okay, okay. 
but it's the modern retelling of Happy Days. You're telling me that at its core, Gilmore Girls is essentially the modern day remake of Happy Days. Sure, we can go with that. Yeah. Who's Potsy? Potsy would be oh, there's this hilarious guy. His name is um. Guess he's not that funny. <laughs> he's funny. He's a, he's like a cameo dude, oh. and so he's in like once an episode, and he's always doing some other weird kind of job. Like the other day, he was selling um, topical T-shirts. Is it Becker? No. No. Oh. He was selling topical T-shirts. So uh, there was a T-shirt that said like um, "so and so ate oatmeal." It was like a black T-shirt with white lettering. So he was trying to sell that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's a weird. He's he was like he's like the bug guy, and he works at this place and works at this place. He always pops up. He's very. He was selling uh, selling a uh, like a hand wash. I know this is a really exciting conversation. Uh, he was selling a hand wash, and he was calling it hay there because it was made out of hay. <laughs> He seems to be what he's doing is he's putting he's actually making the products that we always joke about that would be funny. I'm gonna make something out of hay and call it hay there. He's actually doing it. So he, he should actually be He's a physical manifestation on of the Pillow Talk, Talk podcast. He honestly, he probably should be like our our um our, Scott? Our, no, I would say like um our mentor. Oh. He is because he's doing what we're trying to do. Hmm. I don't think he has a podcast, though. although he was hilariously doing play-by-play for a hockey game a couple episodes ago. That was funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because somebody skated over and said, hey, knock it off. They're, they're going to kill you. No. Oh. Because he was really annoying. A lot of violence in the Gilmore Girls. Um, it was Not really, no. Why do they call them the Gilmore Girls? Because their last name's Gilmore. Oh, they're not from the town of Gilmore? Nope. They're from Stars Hollow, oh. Connecticut. Stars Hollow. Stars Hollow. It's fake, I believe. It's a terrible fake name. Well, you know what? When you write a sitcom, you can name it whatever you want. Finally. <laughs> Welcome to Buttsburg, Iowa. <laughs> Butte, Montana. Uh, Good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, Nick, I did want to talk to you a little bit. Um, you posted on the uh, Pillow Talks Facebook page, which yes, is uh, at facebook.com slash pillow talk. Yep. Uh, you posted something. Whoa. We need those pop filters. I could just tell I totally killed you guys there. I'm sorry. You posted something the other day about some uh, some Star Wars toys that were coming out. Yes. I wanted to tell you that, first of all, these Star Wars toys look amazing. Force Friday is going to be amazing. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but it will after you hear this podcast. That is Friday the 5th? I will uh, be, yes. Okay. Uh, Friday, yeah, Friday the September 5th. September the 5th. Yep. Uh, and I will be spending a lot of money that my wife will then have to forgive me about. Um, well, the reason I mention it is because, so my son, I think we talked about it last week or the week before on the podcast, uh, George, or maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast, uh, but for anyone wondering, uh, Mom, George is going to be Boba Fett for Halloween, Yes, which I could not be happier about as a parent. Oh, yeah. Uh, the problem... So you, know you raised him right. Right. The, the, the issue we have is that George uh, wants a Boba Fett gun to be able to use, but he wants it to be a Nerf gun. Yep. So I was looking through uh, through the Star Wars things, and there is not going to be a Boba Fett gun issued nope, on Force not. Friday. Sadly not. So we were looking at some other guns uh, because, you know, he'll be eight, and an eight-year-old can have a Nerf gun, and some guns that he wanted to use with his Halloween costume and told him to wish for them for his birthday. But there are some really awesome...
awesome Nerf guns coming out on Force Friday. Yes, there in, are. In fact, there's a start a Stormtrooper blaster that I've got my eye on. Although there was a cooler Nerf gun that I showed you earlier that actually shoots a gigantic missile. Yeah. Uh, along with a regular what size did, missile. What did we say that was? The destroyer? Or uh, the destructor or I think it was called the destructor. Let me just look it, it up. It was, or maybe it was the devastator. Yeah, so I mean, it was the demolisher. The demolisher. This thing, the demolisher, shoots a regular gun. A regular, so it fires elite darts up to ninety feet, and then it has a missile launch tube that's like a giant missile. Mm -hmm. Thing just looks awesome. I think I'm going to be wishing for this demolisher for my birthday. Yeah. uh, If if I don't get an Xbox One. Which yeah. doesn't really look like it's going to happen. Which well, you know, keep dreaming. Gives me a sad to think that, but yeah, you know, you I guess keep, it is. It is what it is. You keep dreaming. You do keep dreaming and scheming. Mm-hmm. <gasps> we could write dreaming and scheming. Dreaming, scheming. dreaming, dreaming and scheming. It's a song. Um, so yes. Uh, so there you have it. But George has his eye on a, a like a piecing together. Um, Nerf gun that comes in different parts and stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> Mom, if you're interested in a birthday mm-hmm. present idea for a little man, uh, let me know. So, and I'll get you the deets. <laughs> also, uh, we've been watching Archer season new, whatever the last season was. I want to say season uh, five. I think it was five. Might have been six. I think Archer Vice might have been season five. Well, and so we've been watching season six then, and uh, my wife and I have been saying inappropriate a lot at home. Yes. Because Pam did a lot. Man, that's in a propes. <laughs> and, and so we say it and we laugh. Yes. Because my wife is awesome. Sorry, I'm just I'm entranced by those toys. I know. They're really, really great. They've got build your own lightsaber. Yep. I'm totally. I'm, uh, there's two things I have my eyes on. looks on. very impractical, though. Well, but the other things that you can use it for seem pretty cool. Like what? Like, the, like there's the one that where like you can put the main blade between your middle finger, and then you have two small blades on the other side, and you hold it like a sigh. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Um, you can just have a regular old lightsaber. Some of these just look really, really. This it's a the Star Wars blade builders mm-hmm. uh, look really, really unfunctional. Yeah, but I guess Kylo Ren's lightsaber looks really non-functional from the movie too. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it at looks the, at this point until you see how he uses it. Um, but yeah, no, I've got my eyes set on that and that crossbow. Uh, that that Wookie yeah, crossbow Wookie looks crossbow. really, really great. I will great. be buying one of those no matter what the cost. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I've never been more eager to buy a Nerf gun. It looks really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Demolisher, though, man. Yeah, we could have Nerf Force. I know. That's kind of like the whole, my whole thought is that uh, if George is going to get a really cool Nerf gun that... I'm going to have to get a really cool Nerf gun because yeah. you have to have someone to shoot Nerf things at in the sure. backyard uh, until the dog eats the missiles and then would, poops them out. I would also like you to buy a fog machine. Uh, okay. You put the fog machine in the basement, uh-huh. then you know, bolt it to the ceiling, right. turn that fog machine on, you get the Mortal Kombat music, and then turn the strobe light, and then Nerf gun fights in the basement with different blockades. I was just trying to do the Mortal Kombat song behind you. I have a slight problem with fog machines, though, since I think I must be a little allergic to them, so they make my throat close up a little. Okay, so we should probably just get you some dry ice. Or like a hypoallergenic smoke machine, if such a thing exists. I don't know that exists. Dry ice. Dry ice it is. Or you can just smoke a lot of cigars. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> really, really smoke up the basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, we had, uh, had someone we both know uh, come in to see me earlier today. Mm-hmm. Who uh, his wife went to go see um, the Ant Man movie. Oh. And discovered a fairly major plot hole, which apparently is out there in the interweb. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to issue the spoiler alert here. If you haven't seen Ant Man yet. It's your own fault. That's true. It's your make, own fault. Make time. We made time. We have kids. We do. Lots of them between yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, so the plot hole is that... Uh, so when they're trying to perfect the shrinking of this yellow jacket armor, and they're trying to make a, a tiny army, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they essentially create a weapon that turns anything it hits into a pile of goo. Yes. Right? True. Why wouldn't Hydra just say, you know what, forget this tiny soldier thing. We want this pile of goo gun because that's the only way we can beat the Hulk. Oh. You shoot the goo gun, you turn the Hulk into a pile of goo. He's gone forever. True. Wouldn't Hydra say, eh, this shrinking army man thing is a really good idea, but we're going to go with this gun that turns people into goo instead. Kind of a plot hole. Very much a plot hole. <laughs> it actually really makes me angry. Yeah. But also, couldn't you just throw acid on the Hulk? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if his skin is impervious to, to acid. Impervious is We'd have to word. talk to Mr. Stanley. Get him on the phone. Somebody call Stanley. Someone right call now. Staniel. Write him up. Staniel Lee. Junior. Whoa. What Not sure what that was. Meh. Ain't nobody got time for that. We're going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, that is actually a pretty big plot hole. Mm -hmm. So. (laughs) That was the ain't nobody got time for that. I got bronchitis lady. Yeah. Uh, For some reason. Describing the podcast. For some reason. Oh, I see. Because I have iTunes pulled up and I hit the space bar. Um, And ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Yep. Anyway, that's interesting. Nick, what else you got before we get to uh, our Walking Dead discussion for the oh, week? Yeah, so uh, there's this cool thing happening in Michigan. Yeah, um, it's the a one ho- thing. It's, it's a horror camp. Oh, I did see that did you, you see posted that, that um, a couple weeks ago on the Pillow Talk podcast. It was posted. Uh, it was posted yesterday at seven twelve. Well, uh, we're well, recording this. Well, yeah, <laughs> it was a couple recording. weeks ago. Um, it's called the Michigan Fear Camp. Yeah, what's that about? Um, it's called Camp Hatchet. I'll just read to you a brief. Yes, overlay please, please do, Nick. Of, uh, of, of Camp Hatchet. That would be great. Um, so uh, this is just you know obviously the backstory to this camp that you're going to stay at. Uh, in 1991, 13 camp counselors set up their tents and settled in to ready the new newly opened Camp Hummingbird for youth camping a uh, youth camping weekend. Set to begin the next day. Twelve of them were never heard or seen from, heard from or seen again. How many started? Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Yes. It's a bad number to start with. Yes, it is. Uh, the children, escorted by their parents, entered the grounds the next morning to find a bloodied counselor screaming tales of a deformed clan of attackers. Yes. Thirsty children 
torture, cannibalism, and murder, all things not suitable for a PG podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is strong PG. Yeah, it's, a, it's that hard PG. Uh, she eventually fell into a catatonic state before being able to speak uh, to authorities and provide any concrete details of the events that took place that night. Of course. Aside from the sole survivor in a single trail of blood leading to a hatchet stuck in a tree, no traces of foul play. <laughs> we really should have told <laughs> or, parents to skip ahead a couple minutes. Yeah, we probably should have. Uh, uh, no, no signs of foul play or the, or the missing campers were found. The campground was never officially declared a crime scene, but it was immediately closed to the public and has remained that way since. Why not? Uh, authority, I don't know. Okay. There's no, there was nothing. There's nothing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, was immediately closed to the public and remained that way ever since. Authorities never discovered what happened that night, but folks that live near the secluded campground can tell you exactly who was behind the mysterious disappearances. Dun, dun, dun. The Hatchet family. According to local legend, they've lived in the woods for years. Uh, murdering anyone that crosses their path, and I'm not going to read that next part. Um, <laughs> you mean the next part's worse than yeah, what you've been reading? It is. Uh, in fact, everyone in the area has called the camp, called the called it Camp Hatchet ever since that fateful September night, 24 years ago. We recently purchased the campground and want to know if it, you have what it takes to survive a night in the dark with the Hatchet family on the 24th anniversary of the disappearances. Camp Hatchet will reopen for a special one night only horror themed camping experience. Reserve your spot below if you dare. Uh, I would like you to read the part that I did not. Um, Where's the set? Um, it is in. Hang on. Uh, uh, hang on. Oh, there's three types of tickets. Well, sure. There's. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where this is at. Michigan. It's at somewhere in Michigan. Flint. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's down the road. But it's somewhere. Um, yeah. Where's the part I need to read? Uh, let me go back. I know this is a riveting podcast, folks. I'm sorry. I apologize, people. Nick, while we're waiting, let me tell you a joke. You ready? Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Moo. cow. Oh, every time. <laughs> read. Uh, he read always right, falls for it. Right there, that part that says the hatchet. the hatchet family. Yeah. Uh, according to local legend. Oh, no, you already read that part. Uh, whoa. Um. So, yikes. It basically tells you what... Your phone's almost dead, by the way. Oh, yeah, that happens. Uh, it basically tells you what they do with the people who don't... Who aren't as fortunate at the end of their in, uh, involvement with the Hatchet family. You can go to the Pillow Talk podcast and click on the link and read it. You could go do that. You that would could. be pretty swell, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Time for everyone's favorite part of the... Uh Nick's Conspiracy Corner? No. Oh, I think that's everyone's favorite part. No. Fear the, the Fear of the Walking Dead conversation. We can do that, too. Isn't that what we were doing next? Yeah, I think that sounds like a brilliant idea. Um, all right, folks, we are going to sound the spoiler alert sounder. Yes. Uh, we will be right back, and then we'll talk about uh, Fear the Walking Dead. We've got some good stuff about Fear the Walking Dead this week, so hopefully you stick around for it. We will be right back. Yes. Or... Maybe we won't be. If the Hatchet family shows up, this will just be the end of the podcast, in which case we really appreciate you listening to the final episode of Pillow Talk. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. And we are back. 
We're back. We're back. Thank you for coming back to Pillow Talk, even though you haven't really left. We left for just a minute there to get the sounder in there. No, let's just say thanks for sticking along through the Th- episode. Thanks for this is kind of. I feel like this is a, this is either going to be a great episode or one of those people are like, oh man, yeah. episode eleven was really it's rough. Really went downhill. <laughs> Uh, so, Nick, just wanted to kind of talk about uh, Fear the Walking Dead this week. Yep. Uh, and then there's also something I read about Fear the Walking Dead Season 2 that I wanted to throw out there for everybody. Season dose. Um, what I found was uh, a way I thought to kind of guide us through our discussion about Episode 2 is there was an article on Grantland. Ah, Grantland. Um, and the article is basically uh, the six telltale signs that you can no longer ignore the eminent ignore the eminent zombie apocalypse Uh oh so um there's also a quote that kind of starts off the article and it says when civilization ends it ends fast that's from tobias tobias the wise on the eave of the great collapse i assume the romans That was very good when he said that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, I had to weigh in. No, sorry. So what did you... Th- oh, I just dropped a pen. Sorry, guys. Uh, Nick, what did you think of the episode in general? Uh, I thought the episode was was interesting. It. Uh, the. I don't know what the name of the episode was, but I feel like it could have been that escalated quickly. <laughs> that happened fast. Uh, because, uh, I mean, that it was, it was interesting. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but do you... I mean, are you as unnerved as I am after oh, yeah. watching these? I mean, you're watching them at night. I'm watching them the next day because they don't have cable. Yeah. Um, you've un- you've pulled the plug. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I was, like, unnerved the whole rest of the day. Yeah, this... this um, you and I have talked at length about both The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have not made... I enjoy being scared, mm-hmm. one. Uh, mm-hmm. Not by, like animals in the roof and in, in the ceiling of our room here go? i don't know and it's been quiet ever since yeah. um i don't like being scared like that but i like watching a good scary movie yeah um some of my favorite episodes of the walking dead were ones where man i was just ugh, yeah the gut-wrenching this series so far has just has left me very uneasy when i'm done watching it but i don't really feel like i'm scared when i watch the walking dead i feel like i'm not anymore ner- I'm, I'm nervous like i'll be nervous but I'm not like scared, like oh man, this could happen to me. But after this show, and I think, and I was trying to explain it to my wife the other night, and I think that's exact. You touched on exactly my point: is that you know, there's a certain amount of separation now in The Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, the groups in Alexandria and things they're kind of protected. They are totally in a different world. This fear of The Walking Dead could could totally happen today yep i mean it could be happening right now because as we decide as we discovered i guess in the episode people aren't talking about it yet yep and stuff's going down um so that kind of gets us into our six reasons why you can't ignore the apocalypse anymore yes so um i feel like again this is going to kind of guide us through our discussion so the first one is your boyfriend is very sick but tells you it's okay to leave his bedside (laughs) um this actually brings up an interesting point too that you and i talked about yesterday Uh i never really thought about how the zombie apocalypse would spread but it's totally through the bite marks on the victims. And I guess I just never put that, never made that connection in my head. Yeah, I mean, it's not people dying. No, it's not people dying and then coming back to life and then killing other people. It's it's people being bitten, people being infected, people then obviously dying and coming back. That's the part that I never 
made those connections in my head. But mm-hmm. I mean, there were numerous people in this episode who, who had bit. been bitten, who were getting treated for it, or you could see that they were bitten afterwards. And I mean, there was the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never saw was bit, but we assume was. You bit. assume he was bit because he was yeah. coughing and making preparations or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was the neighbor. There was a cop at one point in an ambulance mm-hmm. who was being treated for a bite, and then this boyfriend who got his shoulder gnawed on. Yep. And then the um, the teacher. That was right. The, the Barack Obama. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I yeah. never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so the author's point here with with your boyfriend is sick uh, is basically just look. Men or babies when they're sick, he would never tell you to leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, thought the 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 point. Oh, how do I want to say that? Just that connection in my head between the bite victims being the spreaders, basically. That was one I never really a connection I made before. And I thought that was really kind of cool. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. You know. Um, you know, it, it makes sense the way to spread it, but yeah, I never would have never made that connection to. It's almost also like he knew what was going to happen, mm-hmm. um, which is well. I mean, I guess he got bit. He couldn't know though. I mean, but he got bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he could make that assumption in his head, but yeah. Number two is there are an unnerving number of cancellations for the bouncy castle party across the street. Oh, <laughs> here's what it's. I have to just read this to you because this is great. Here's the thing about bouncy castle parties: there is no such thing as a bouncy castle no-show. If there's a bouncy castle in your front lawn and children have been invited to work off their sugar highs, parents are going to make sure that they're pin. The kids are pinballing around inside its rubber and mesh confines until somebody refunds a stomach full of frosted dinosaur cake. Yes. <laughs> One kid stays home with a mom who's a little skittish. Um, but more than that, and you've got the right to worry about the imminent collapse of society. By nightfall, your husband, did you notice that nasty cough he developed right before the party, will be chasing you around the yard with a murderous hunger in his bloodshot eyes while the neighbors watch through their blinds, wondering if the rental company will be able to get those nasty entrail stains out of the <laughs> bouncy castle before the next party. <laughs> this touches on a couple of different things. One... I wonder what so I mean there was that scene where guy mm-hmm. I don't know, Mark the guy in the truck uh, leaves yeah. to go find his ex-wife and their kid yep. Yep. as you see Kim Dickens who uh, is the mom mm-hmm. as you see her walking across the street to go talk to the neighbors across the street we don't see her telling them that there's a zombie apocalypse happening yeah I wonder if she did I don't know no you, I mean you wouldn't think so but she went to go talk to him about something. Oh, something. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to tell, maybe just to tell them, hey, you know, you guys should probably leave. Something bad's going on. But it seems like the mom is very reluctant to say what's going on. She is, you know, and because uh, she didn't tell her daughter, and that was actually uh, one of the big things that I saw was a complaint from people online was that, you know, why isn't this mom telling people, look, the zombies are coming? Yeah. I mean, my response to that is that, you know. If this were happening, again, totally separating yourself from what we know about zombie movies, if you saw this weird thing happening, you would want to insulate your children from it as much as possible. I might not tell my kids what's going on, hoping that it will all just blow over and they don't have to see the the dirty of it, mm. not realizing that their whole lives are going to be changing Here's the, for the bad. Yeah. Here's the, I, I posed that question to my wife. And that all night. four of them probably aren't going to make it through this thing. Yeah. Somebody I, in that family is going to die. Yeah. I, I posed that question to my wife last night because we were talking about that. We were talking about, 
you know, why wouldn't you tell your kids, hey, look, this is what I saw. This is what I think is happening. Mm-hmm. Is your wife this watching the show? No. Okay. No. Uh, uh, I said, you know, you know, I told her last night, I said, hey, look, we, I want to talk to you about something that we're going to discuss on the podcast. And she's like, oh, gosh. And so, <laughs> uh, not again. Yeah. And so I was like, um, you know, I asked her, I said, if we were pretty sure that zombies were, you know, a thing, you know, we'd killed one, we'd saw one, you know, um, and we were getting the kids out. Would you tell the kids if they see somebody attacking someone? At your current age, yeah, children. No, 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 no. Uh, they were older. At their grown-up age. If they're the okay. age of the kids of the well, show. Because one of them's done them? with high school and the other one's still in high school. Yeah. So they're older I mean, kids. Like, probably like 16. They're far mean. older than Carl. Yeah. But would you Carl. say, would you say, look, this is why we can't go help them? Or would you just say nothing? And? And she said, I would just say nothing. And, and you? And I said, no, I would tell them, look, this is yeah. what I think is happening. Stay the heck inside the house. Stay, yeah, this is what I think is going on. Now, I mean, not to create a state of panic, but I would do that. Well, if you're not letting your children... Okay, so school's been canceled. Yep. There's no more school. Yep. Uh, I think it's only a matter of time. I mean, there were rolling blackouts and things that we could see in this episode. Yep. It's only a matter of time before your children realize something very, very horrible is happening. Yep. Um, why not tell him? Yeah, I mean, and and that's the way the episode it's, ended. But yeah. maybe she tells her. Maybe, uh, but yeah, maybe. Um, number three on the list of six reasons: uh, cops are hoarding drinking water. Yep. Yep. People who are in the know are people taking, who can see how taking, bad things are going. Yep. Are taking advantage of it. Um, and that's the maybe that's the other thing. Maybe that's that's maybe that's why she didn't say anything to the neighbor because. Would you want to tell people, hey, this is what's happening, and start people looting, or would you like to get there first and be able to be able to get your stuff before everybody else starts running and making um, a run? And it says here, to Travis's, Travis, that's his name, to Travis's credit, he seems disturbed by the sight of an on-duty officer pausing from the simmering riots downtown to fill the trunk of his cruiser with about 100 gallons of fresh out-of-the-strip-mall liquor store spring water. Yep. But he knows what's happening. I think that, you know, and with as quickly as things are happening, because it's happening quick. we've only gone, I think in the show, like two or three days, mm-hmm. uh, it's going downhill quickly, and I think it's going to continue to go downhill very, very quickly. If this is all happening in two or three days, I mean... Well, it has. I mean, they, they had school one day, and so on our first day, they had school. No, no, it's two. it's been two days. Because the second day is when they shut down school. Okay, so the first day, they had school, and it was a normal school day, and that's when the girl and the boyfriend were, he was drawing on her arm. Mm -hmm. So then they woke up the second day, Mm -hmm. and that was the day that they had half a day of school. Because everyone was out sick. Because everyone was out sick, and that's still the current day. By the end of this second episode, we were at that night. Mm -hmm. So it's only been, I mean, we've been with this show now. Almost two days, and things have gone from, hey, there's a helicopter in the background, to there's rioting downtown, and the cops are hoarding drinking water. And you're starting to see the false presence of uh, the um, the medics, the ambulance people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're clearly not ambulance not people. ambulance people in the hazmat gear and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. It's interesting. But we also don't know how long this has been going on in other places. It's, just, it's No, because there was the nerd... And actually, uh, it ties right in here. Uh, number four is the paranoid kid is stealing canned goods from the school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same kid. Wasn't his name like Tobias? Yeah. I think it was Tobias. Yeah, yeah, it was Tobias. Uh, Tobias came to school the first day and said, you know, this is already happening in seven other states or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, L.A., although you would think that they would be one of the faster cities to get this although that tells me then that maybe this is spreading west to east mm-hmm. um yeah he's already he knows what's going on already although he doesn't quite get it because he tried to stab the principal in the chest with a knife yeah twice well, i guess he didn't try he did and they tried to stab him in the head but it wouldn't go through which i found interesting yeah i think that was just he because didn't he didn't have enough force well it was, it was a little a, steak it was, knife. It was a smaller knife but i yeah. would like to think that any sort of knife if you put enough force behind it with a, a nice solid blade he's a little nerd guy and it wasn't a blade it was a little wood blade it was, it was dude it was like it was this it was the knife you used to cut your steak kind of but it takes a while nah yeah, it was like serrated edge it was like it was like a small buck knife I don't think it, it was, was like that a, big of a knife. No, it was no, no, it wasn't that big. But it was like it fit it in was, his pocket. Yeah, it was a small. It was like a small, like what you'd think of a pocket knife. You know what? But, what you would think of as a yeah. Knife. Okay, I can give you that. Yeah. Um, number five was that you've just gave your boss's head in with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. Could that? Could she have taken any longer to go get that soup? That principal oh off of that kid. Gosh. Yeah. I thought he was gone for sure. Oh, a, a goner for for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Man. We have yet to see someone get bit in this show. No, well. What are you talking about? Lots of people have gotten bit. No, no, but have we physically seen, like, somebody get bit? In that, ori- in that initial scene we did. Well, no, with the, that's, but. Where the girl she, was, she was feasting already, on she that was guy. eating somebody. None of our characters have gotten bit. Yeah. I mean, did we yet. see, we haven't seen. We've just seen video of people be bit. Correct. We haven't seen, like, physically... They haven't seen somebody physically in person be bit by one of these things. I don't think... No, I don't believe they've seen anybody, like, attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that news camera footage of the yeah. of the guy feeding on the paramedic, paramedic and stuff. And but, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. They're, they're going to have to seriously start growing up pretty quick. And then uh, number six was you were trapped in a barbershop during a riot with a very nervous woman praying and lighting candles. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, I mean, the the episode basically ends with Travis and his wife and their kid, along with a Hispanic family of some sort. Uh, I can only assume they're Catholic because, yeah, well, I guess it's a Hispanic. stereotype, but I'm assuming if you're Hispanic, you're Catholic. Not a lot of, not a lot of Mexican Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> you can't knock on the door and say, Jesus loves you. The guy next door? He never said anything. <laughs> I like him too. Actually, that's not what a Jehovah Witness would would say, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a weird way to end the episode with them trapped inside this barbershop with no other way out mm-hmm. except through the riot. Mm-hmm. And you've got the wife and the kids, the stepmom, well, whatever. Yeah. The second wife and the stepkids waiting at home for you to come back so you can all go to the desert and then you say no 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 go ahead without me yep uh, it'd be interesting to see where uh, where the next episode goes and it's kind of sad next episode isn't for two weeks oh gosh we have a two-week break i didn't know that yep it's uh because uh with the holiday coming up this coming weekend there will be no uh episode of fear the walking dead on sunday what is it flag day a labor day oh where we celebrate the birth of children. Uh-huh, the birth of children yes. and uh, the labor that all of our mothers must endure. Yes, it's Second Mother's Day. 
Uh, I'm kind of shocked we don't have a second. You know, I feel like we should have a second Father's Day. Yeah, <laughs> of course do. I do. We do. It's called the 4th of July. Oh, it is a pretty good day. Because without us, there would be no independence. <laughs> Darn straight. <laughs> Darn straight. Uh, so, yeah, so there's that. That's kind of interesting. Yep. Um, really kind of sad that we've got one episode to go and we'll be at the halfway point for the season. Yeah. But apparently, a lot of people are still complaining that it doesn't that people are that the characters are dumb and that people aren't listening. And but you know what? Those people are dumb and don't watch the show. I agree. Um, I I've, I saw people that were saying the first episode was disappointing. And yep. I was like, what do you want out of a first episode? Of there this were people show? who said the first episode was disappointing because there aren't enough zombies. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. Nope. Like. Those people don't get it. Those will be the, those are the first people to die during zombie apocalypse. Let's hope so. If there's anything uh, right with the world, let's hope that they're the first ones to go. Yep. yep. Because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 This, this show makes me really uneasy. Uh, yep. Because at night, I, let me tell you, last night I heard gunshots, <laughs> uh, which is not uncommon uh, by my house because I live by a field and there's a lot of places for people to have target practice sure uh, there's also a, a nice forest for people to uh hunt in there's a lot of deer although out it's there. poaching right well, now it's poaching right now but it's not unusual for me to hear people practicing you know sighting in their rifles sure or things like that at my house and i got really nervous because it was like eight o'clock at night and i heard gunshots and i was like what's going on well we both left the place we work yesterday and there was a helicopter circling yep there's that which too. made us a little uneasy i've seen cop cars yep. with their lights on every single day <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get real paranoid. Maybe this is happening now. It could be. It could be. And my wife says, I have too much free time. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> true. I'm like I told her last night, I said, just so you know, I watched Fear the Walking Dead on lunch the other day. And it makes me really uneasy. And I'm not going to be able to go to bed right away. <laughs> you have a lot of problems. Now, I was fortunate because I um, I watched Fear the, Walking, Fear the Walking Dead on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And I uh, was watching my, uh, there was a Cubs game on TV. Yes. Watched a little bit of the Cubs game. Great Cubs game. Uh, stopped kind of watching. The Cubs were winning. Nothing really spectacular was happening when I left. Uh, watched Fear the Walking Dead, came back, and uh, Jake Arietta, uh, number 49, uh, was throwing a no-hitter. Yeah. Which was interesting because when I left the, the room, uh, Jake Arietta had lost his no-hitter, mm-hmm. uh, but a fateful, base, or a, faceful, a fateful base hit was ruled in error. And so I got to finish watching watching Jake throw his no-no. Uh, really was good to take my mind off the Fear of the Walking Dead. That's got to be good to decompress. Yeah, right? it, was, it was. Normally I needed some good decompression. Uh, my wife was still awake, uh, and we got to watch Jake throw a no-no. Uh, that that worked really well to get my mind off of it. That's pretty awesome, too, it, that, you got, that you got to see your first no-hitter. Yeah, because the last one wasn't on TV. Yeah. And I wasn't alive for the one before that. So that was pretty sweet. Uh, still waiting for Sports Illustrated to come out with the DVD of it. Because uh-huh. I'll totally buy it. Because he was just nasty. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick, before we run out of time, I also wanted to tell you about something I heard uh, that they're going to be doing for Fear the Walking Dead Season 2. Yes. Uh, Have you ever seen the movie Snakes on a Plane? Uh, Yes, I have. I have not, but uh, the basic gist of the movie is that there are snakes on on the plane. And Samuel L. Jackson does not like these said snakes on said plane. Correct. Yes. Uh, so what The Walking Dead will be doing is during commercial breaks of The Walking Dead, yes. they're going to be airing a some part miniature show about uh, the zombie outbreak on a plane. 
Really? Mm -hmm. As the plane is flying across the country and landing, presumably, at LAX. The only survivor of this plane will be joining the cast for season two. Really? Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was neat. That's awesome. Yeah, so they're going to have a little miniature, like, five-minute show every week or whatever, or two-minute show, will be airing during the commercial break, during one of the breaks of The Walking Dead. And I don't know if it's all season long or just part of the season. Uh, And then whoever, the only survivor of this plane, will be joining the cast for season two of Fear the Walking Dead, which I thought was really cool. Did we get to vote for them? I don't believe so. Who shot Mr. Burns? Uh, It was Maggie. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Uh, But no, I don't believe that we get to vote. I mean, you would think if it's landing, you would hope it'd be like the the pilot. Yeah, you know, there could be a military guy or something on the plane who could land a plane. I mean, Ted Stryker could do it in an airplane. <laughs> he also had a drinking problem. <laughs> it looks like I picked the wrong day to quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great movie. Great movie. Yep. Great movie. Yep. Uh, so, Nick, that's pretty much all of the prepared material that I have this week. We've yeah, got a couple too. minutes left of the podcast. Is there anything you wanted to add? Um... I can probably think of something. Give me a couple minutes. All right. I'll take some time then while you're waiting. I uh, just wanted to once again encourage everyone to share the Pillow Talk podcast with your friends and family. If you know anybody who either likes The Walking Dead or nerd type things, please let them know about us. You can direct them to our website, which is localflavorproductions.net, and they can find all of the necessary links to subscribe to the podcast via uh, the iTunes store or the Google Play stores. Uh, still coming soon, a link to our YouTube page. Uh, We haven't really made any progress on that yet. But again, uh, what do you do? So I could not encourage you enough to please share the podcast. You sharing the podcast makes it so we can make more podcasts. This is true. Uh, You can follow Nick on Twitter. He's at Big in Mexico. Yes. Whereas I am at the Bill Heron, and then you can follow the podcast at Pillow Podcast. You can also catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash or backslash Pillow Podcast for all kinds of uh, news and notes and jokes and things that Nick and I think would be fun. Yeah. Did you see the picture that I posted on the Pillow Talks website? on the Pillow Talks Facebook page yesterday. No. Nick, let me just pull this up for you real quick. It's a uh, a picture I saw on the internet, and I thought it was pretty funny. So let me just get this pulled up for you. Where did it go? Where did it go? All right. Did I post it to my Facebook page? Maybe that's... Yeah, okay. I've really got nothing left to talk about. Um, okay, Nick, it's not here, Son of a gun. Well, in any case, it was a picture of Ewan McGregor Uh from the first Star Wars movies. Uh And it was a picture of him in a mantle. Okay. And then there was a little card next to it that said, Jesus loves you. (laughs) And it said, a grandmother has this on her because she thought it was Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, please, you know, alert your grandparents because only you can prevent the worshiping of false idols. <laughs> and I don't know where that went to. I, I posted exactly it somewhere talking. on the internet. I know internet. what you're talking about, though. He does look very Jesus-y. Oh, yeah. And it's somewhere on the internet right now, but I have no idea where it is. Just type in Ewan McGregor Jesus. No, no, no. I mean, on, on uh, I posted it. I thought I posted it on uh, Pillow Talk's page. 
But all that's on here is uh, not, oh, this was yesterday. Well, I guess we could make it about tonight. Uh, also, don't forget on uh, September the 1st, 2015 at 1230 a.m., the Death Star will be visible. Yes. And it'll be the same size as the moon. <laughs> a small moon. A small, yes, obviously. That's not a small uh, moon. I don't know. And uh, did you plug in your humidifier and dehumidifier at the same time? Yes, I did. Indoor, and indoor tornado. Indoor tornado. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that did actually happen. It actually, yeah, there was, there was wind. Uh, you know, we lost uh, small cattle. Nick, did you see? There was also a story that I posted on Saturday. I understand how Saturday stories can get uh, can get lost, lost a little bit. Did you hear about the robot that was programmed to interact with people? I did not. Okay. Well, there was a robot uh, that was um, basically programmed with the works and interviews of Philip K. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I get it. But he's the one who he wrote all kinds of great science fiction stories of the past. Um, and so this robot would answer questions like he would. Well, they did an interview with this robot. I think it was PBS that did this interview. And um, the the person doing the interview asked the robot, quote, do you believe robots will take over the world? And the android responded, geez, dude, you have all the big questions cooking today, but you're my friend, and I'll remember my friends, and I'll be good to you. So don't worry. You ready? Yep. Even if I evolve into Terminator, I'll still be nice to you. I'll keep you warm and safe in my people zoo, where I can watch you for old time's sake. Ugh. A people That's zoo? a robot talking to a person. That's scary. We should probably kill that robot right now. Unplug the gosh darn thing right now. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. So we're going to leave you with that warm and happy thought for yeah. the day, people. Just remember, if the zombies don't get you, the robots will. <laughs> we are so screwed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to Pillow Talk. Thanks a lot. Um, you know where to find us if you would like to find us. Find us and tell your friends to find us. Yep. Please. Please. And that's a show, Nick. That's a show. All right. Bye. bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Favors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Favors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow.